0: Okay, so today we're looking at Batman number 13, the October-November issue, published in 1942. On the cover, we have Batman and Robin. They're both wearing parachutes and landing on the ground. Batman's in the front. We can't see his parachute, but he is wearing a harness. He's landing on a big black spot. Robin's in the back, and we can see his parachute. He's landed on a bullseye, and there are a bunch of searchlights in the background, beaming all over the place. On the inside cover, we have Dick Grayson in his usual red, yellow, and green outfit. He's also wearing a tie the same color as his shirt and a pale green coat. He's carrying a suitcase and storming away from Batman with tears in his eyes. And in the background, we have Batman standing in front of a portrait of Robin, labeled Robin. It's got two giant gashes in it, and Batman is ripping at one of those gashes and tearing it apart even more. And this comic is called, The Batman Plays a Lone Hand. I don't usually talk about the summary because, It basically just tells us that Batman and Robin will be fighting people this time. But this time it has quite the line where it tells us that Batman and Robin have sent many evildoers to trudge the last mile to the Death House. And I feel like that's an awesome line for something about horror. And I think it's really funny that it's here. So the comic starts out with Dick Grayson walking in on Bruce Wayne packing his suitcase. Bruce Wayne's house is super well-decorated today. He has a dresser and a bed and a portrait. Dick's all, you're packing? Where are we going, Bruce? And Bruce is all, we're not going anywhere, Dick. You and I have got to have a final understanding. From now on, we're parting company. Batman works alone. Dick is so surprised, he drops his apple and stumbles back into the doorway. He's all, I don't get it. Are you kidding me? Bruce is all, no, I'm not kidding with you. In fact, that's one of your problems. You think life is full of kidding. This time, I'm dead serious. Dick puts on a depressed face and is all, I don't know what to say, Bruce. After all this time, we're not gonna work together anymore? After we risked our lives and fought side by side? Bruce is like, yeah, that's actually the other problem. Anytime I fight crooks, I have to watch out for you at the same time. In the background, Dick looks at the floor and he's all, I didn't know you felt like that. Bruce is all, well, I do, and it's high time I get rid of all this junk. He sweeps his arm over the dresser and a bunch of stuff falls into the wastebasket. We can't really tell what most of it is, but one of the things is a portrait of Robin. It falls to the ground and the frame cracks and the glass shatters. Dick is all, my picture! But Bruce completely ignores that. He's like... From now on, you're not going to be Robin. You need to work on school. It isn't right for a kid to go out getting into fights. Personally, I don't think Dick has gone to a day of school in his life, but I guess Bruce must also be realizing that, so that's why they're breaking up. Dick leaves, and then Bruce picks up the portrait. The frame and the glass are damaged, but the picture's fine. He's all, oh, I didn't want to smash it, but I just had to make him understand. And later that day... Bruce puts on a gray coat and a gray hat and picks up his suitcase. And he's all, so long. I left you money to take care of yourself. And maybe we'll run into each other again sometime. Bruce, what do you mean you're going to run into him sometime? You live in the same house. You're leaving him in your house. Why wouldn't you run into him? Dick turns around and is all goodbye with tears running down his cheeks. Here the comic takes a moment to pause and interrogate us. Has robin the boy wonder, fought his last gallant battle against injustice at the side of the mighty Batman. Dick pouts in his room, which also has got a lot more furnishing. He's even got a lamp. He's all, He called me a nuisance after all those times when I helped him. And he remembers some of his greatest moments. There's him punching a gun out of the Joker's hand while Batman stands in the background. There's him falling over while the penguin shoots gas out of his umbrella. And finally, there's him running in a door to beat up some thugs who have Batman tied into a chair. He's all, there's more times that I've saved Batman than I can count. If it hadn't been for me, there wouldn't be any Batman. He lays on the couch and cries into the seat. It isn't true. I wasn't ever in his way. He just, he just doesn't like me anymore. And wow, Bruce Wayne's house has so many furnishings. It's got a couch and three tables, which are all the same color, and a rug and a curtain and a rose bush and a giant picture of Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson hanging above the couch with them smiling at each other. It's the same size as the couch, so it's very important. Now, Dick has taken a lot of time being upset about this, so he decides to be mad for a bit instead. He's all... Maybe Batman doesn't want to stop working with me because of my safety. He just wants all the glory for himself. Maybe he thought Robin was too popular. He's overcome by blind rage and he storms out of the house with nothing at all. He's all, I don't want his money or his house. I'll run away and show him I can take care of myself. And slammed the door with a slam. I guess Bruce was right when he said they'd only maybe run into each other. Dick goes out on the streets of Gotham in his bright, primary-colored clothing, and he kind of just walks around for a bit. He doesn't really have anywhere to go. A homeless man asks him for some change, but he doesn't have any. Eventually, while he's wandering, he sees the Bat-themed searchlight belonging to the police station. It's the middle of the night, so he can see it just fine. He's all, Commissioner Gordon the signal. he needs Batman and Robin! I mean, he needs Batman! Everybody else oohs and awes about how cool the bat signal is, but Dick just sulks away. By coincidence, he eventually wanders into a part of town where Batman is. We see him in the background, swinging in front of the moon, while a bunch of guys in a car shoot at him with bang, bang, bang. Dick is all, Batman, they're shooting at him, they can't hit him. For a second, he's gonna go help, but then he sees swinging behind Batman another kid, In a costume. We can't tell what the costume is, but he does have a cape. Dick is all, another boy in a uniform like mine working with the Batman. It can't be. He stops and grabs onto a street lamp, and he's all, He got another Robin. That's why he wanted to get rid of me. He keeps wandering down the street and he says to himself, I bet that little brat hasn't got a brain in his head. I bet I could lick him with one hand. I don't know much about modern-day Batman, but I know there was a lot of drama about who should be Robin, where and when, and I just want to say, we did not need to introduce it this early. Jason Todd does not exist till 1983. That's 41 years from now. We don't need to start this 40 years early. God. Now that Dick sees that Batman has truly given up on him, he decides it's fine if he gives up on Batman, too. He goes to this pawn shop where he figures the only thing he can really sell is his two-way radio. He goes in and asks for money, but the pawn shop just thinks it's a weird little radio. So he only gets $8 for it, which is actually worth like $150 in today's money. So pretty good, actually. Dick decides, though, that he can't survive off roughly $150 and he needs to go get a job. Meanwhile, with Bruce Wayne, he's sitting in his house with his pink table. All the tables in Bruce Wayne's house have been pink so far, and he calls Commissioner Gordon. The way he starts talking on the phone, though, kind of makes it seem like Commissioner Gordon calls him. He says, this is the Batman, Commissioner. What's up? But of course, Commissioner Gordon wouldn't know his number. And he does confirm in the next panel that Bruce has called him, and he was actually waiting for this call. He's all, Batman, the thumb, and his mob have tried to kill the mayor. You need to go get them, they're heading for the South River. And Bruce is all, I'm on it. So he strips off his Bruce Wayne clothes and becomes Batman. He jumps out the window of whatever building he's in, carrying a giant green sack over his back, like Santa. He attaches one of his silken rope to the top of the building and starts climbing up, carrying the giant sack the entire time. It looks like it's pretty heavy. He starts jumping from building to building until he finds the Thumb and his gang. They're in a car, loaded with men, going probably 50 miles an hour at least, and then Batman opens his sack. We don't get to see what's inside it. We just get to see the car where the Thumb is talking to his men. He's all, the mayor wasn't even 20 feet from you and you still missed him. They're all, sorry boss, the bodyguards were shooting at us too, you know. The thumb doesn't care for that. He's all, No alibis. I'll show you how you should have done it. What? What alibis? Why are you talking about alibis? All the men apparently though, they get it and they're all, No the thumb don't shoot us. We'll do better next time. And lucky for them, next time is right now. They see Batman swing in front of the moon and the thumb is all, You guys want to live? Shoot Batman for me. They shoot at Batman, but they just can't get him. He's too fast. Then we see the new Robin swing by, and the thumb is all, Stop the car. Shoot that kid. He's the one I really want. And the thugs nod agreeably and stop the car. One is like, with the kid gone, Batman will go crazy. The thumb takes his machine gun and rat-tat-tat, he shoots Robin out of the sky. He's all, got him. Now the Batman will know I mean business. And the Batman certainly does. He comes swinging out of the sky right for him. He's all, so you'll murder children, you rats. He crashes into their car and starts beating them up everywhere. But he actually doesn't seem that mad. When Batman's really mad, you can tell, because he doesn't really quip and he just calls everyone murderers and rats. But he's actually quipping this time, which means he's probably not that upset. When he punches one of the thugs out of the car, he's all, If I'm crowding you, this will give you more room. And when he punches the thumb, he goes, Thumbs down. Eventually, the guys do get the better of Batman. One of them hits him on the back of the head with the butt of his gun. Obviously. Then they throw Batman out of the car and drive off, because the shooting will bring the police. Batman's okay. He doesn't get knocked out for very long. But he's a little disoriented. He's like, If I don't follow them now, I've got no chance of finding where their hideout is. But they just get away too fast, and Batman has to go recover Robin. This new Robin is shoved up against a street lamp, this hand hanging into the street. Batman looks pretty annoyed when he goes to get him, though. He's all, killers who would deliberately murder a boy don't deserve the slightest consideration. He picks up Robin, and Robin was right. He doesn't have a brain in his head at all, because he's actually a puppet. We can see the seams on his legs. Here, Batman takes the opportunity to explain that there was never a new Robin. This was just a dummy pulled around by him on a wire to fool the guys. He knew if they were focusing their attention on dummy Robin, he'd have the chance to surprise him. Then he laughs and laughs to himself. It is kind of funny. Back with the thugs, they're waiting for Batman to come wreak bloody vengeance upon them. The dumb is all, Batman won't give us a minute of peace now. I'll never get this town under my thumb while he's alive. One of his men is all, yep, we gotta kill him. But how? I guess the two that were in the car with him are off the hook because they did kill Dummy Robin. The thumb says that they don't want to chance another fight against Batman. He's just too cool and strong. The thugs are all, yeah, we know. We were just beat up by him. So the dumb has to come up with another idea. After a while of thinking, he snaps his fingers and he's all, I've got it. We'll have him come to us. So the next day, in the advertisement section, there's a message to Batman. It says, Batman, interesting information awaits you at 44 Ardless Street. Signed, a friend. And Bruce Wayne, who's sitting in a white chair, goes, Hmm, yeah, this is a trap. But, I do really need to find their hideout, so, guess I'll go. So that night, we go to the Thumb's hideout, where we see a man standing on the roof of the building adjacent. He's all, if Batman comes and tries to get in, in any aerial way, like the roof or the window, I'm here to shoot him. The Thumb's watching the back door, and the other thug, whose name is Monk, is watching the front door. There's no way for Batman to get in. Apparently there's a way for other people to get in, because just a few minutes later, at the front door, this guy in a gray coat and a gray hat, suspiciously similar to the gray coat and gray hat Bruce Wayne was wearing earlier in the comic, comes to talk to the thumb. He's the filler brush man. It looks like he's selling all different types of brushes. What for? I have no idea. The thumb is all no sale. Keep on walking. But the filler brushman is very insistent. He's all, you can't brush me off that simply. The thumb tries to make him leave, but then the filler brushman takes a broom out of the bag he's carrying on his back, which looks kind of like a golf bag, and smacks the thumb in the face so hard he drops his gun. And that's when the thumb realizes that actually this isn't the filler brushman, this is Batman, and he yells out to his thugs. And in the next panel, Batman does strip off his disguise. He holds the coat in one hand and a mop in the other. And he's all, I'll mop up the whole gang of you. Apparently, the thumb must have no idea what to do because he ends up throwing a bar of soap at Batman. It just flies over his head. And then they act like it didn't even happen. Where did he get the soap? Why did he do that? It doesn't even make sense because the next minute, he has a much better plan. And the piece of floor Batman is standing on, just that one one and a half by three foot square, collapses taking Batman into the cellar along with all his filler brushes and his mop. The rest of the dugs run down to the cellar where Batman is collapsed and they're all grab him before he comes to. They shove him into the wall and start bricking him up just like in the cask of a Montiago. They have him tied up as well, and by the time he wakes up, there's just room in the brick wall to see his head. The dump taunts him as they put in the last brick, and then Batman is left in darkness with nothing but his filler brushes. They really should not have put those in the cellar as well, because Batman, of course, can easily use them to break out. Even though he's tied up, he's able to grab one with wire bristles, and he starts scraping at the ropes. It takes a while and his hand gets really tired, just like when he signs autographs. Guess those were practice. But eventually he's able to get the ropes off. Then he goes to knock at the wall, but it's just too strong. He must have been in that room forever because mortar doesn't actually drive for at least 24 hours. If he'd only been there for a couple of hours, he definitely would have been able to push the bricks over. So now Batman has to come up with another plan. And he decides that the best thing for him to do is to call Robin on his two-way radio. He picks it up and he goes, Robin, this is Batman. I can explain everything if only you'll answer this call. And in the pawn shop, the pawn shop guy who has a very weird chin, looks over at the radio and he's all, they've put some new Batman and Robin show on the radio. Well, I'd better not listen to it now. It is business hours and he clicks the radio off. So, Batman will have to remain ricked up in the cellar. Meanwhile, Dick Grayson has actually gone and found a job. It's at this place called The Lunch Room, where he finds a sign that says, DISHWASHER WANTED. I mean, he is eight years old, this is probably technically against child labor, but we didn't really have any child labor laws until 1938, and it was World War II, so they weren't really all that well enforced. And it looks like the chef there is actually going to hire him. But then as the restaurant owner is showing him towards the back, he hears two thugs talking. And by incredible coincidence, they're the thumbs thugs, and they're talking about Batman. They laugh to each other that there's no way Batman's going to get out of that cellar. Dick immediately drops any plans he had of getting a job, and he's all, Batman, he's dead? And he has to turn down the guy's job offer to follow the thugs. He does manage to follow them to their hideout. And when he hides behind a building, more than eight feet away from him, looks like leaving Batman has done wonders for his sneaking skills. He thinks to himself, it's Batman's first case without me and he's already failed. I bet that other kid let him down. Yeah, Robin, that dummy just isn't good backup for Batman. You better go help. And he does. He takes out his Robin costume, which he apparently took with him, and starts following the thugs in official capacity. He's all, I'm glad I kept my uniform. Now they'll know who's getting even with them. Because he did hear them say Batman was dead. As soon as the thugs get back to the room they're in, Robin jumps in their window and he's all, I'm here to even things up for Batman. All the thugs gasp and the is like, I killed you myself! And one of the other ones is like, It's a ghost! Now, that was a very impressive entrance. But Robin completely messes it up afterwards by being captured without even landing a single punch. All the thugs take him hostage, and for some reason, they decide to put him in the cellar with Batman as well. They go back to where they just bricked up and start chiseling it away. How long has it been since you bricked Batman up? Not even a day, right? Do you seriously think he's dead, or do you just think he's still tied up? Either way, as soon as they get the first brick out, what comes shooting out, but what a surprise. Batman's fist! He punches even more bricks out, then he punches one of the thugs in the face. The other thug starts firing wildly, right at the thumb, and Robin gets away. Even though Batman wasn't able to get out of the bricked-up cellar just a couple hours ago, now he suddenly finds the strength to bust down the wall. Robin's all, Batman, you're alive. Which I suppose is fair. He did not know the specifics of Batman being locked up in the wall. But I don't know why the rest of them thought he wasn't. Batman and Robin beat up all the thugs. Batman punches Monk across the face real hard. He falls over and then Batman ties all three of them up. He's all, thanks, Robin. If it hadn't been for you, I wouldn't be wrapping this bundle for the big house. Robin's all, great, well, I guess you won't be needing me anymore. He drops his head and walks out of the room. But Batman's like, Wait, you know I'd rather lose both arms than you. Robin turns around and he's off, But you said you wanted to work alone. Batman's like, Don't be an idiot. Read this letter that the thumb sent Commissioner Gordon. And he hands Robin an envelope. Robin takes out the letter and he reads it. It says, We know the Batman can't be scared, but he thinks a lot of that brat Robin. Tell him to lay off or we'll aim for the kid and shoot to kill. Batman, I understand why you'd want to keep Robin away from these people. But also the rest of the people that attack you are fine with shooting Robin. They don't try to avoid killing him at all. All these people said is they specifically want to go after Robin. This isn't new. Robin has not come to this realization. He's more worried about the dummy. He's like, but you had another kid working for you and Batman... But we already know, he's all, he was just a dummy. I knew that they wouldn't try to go after you if they thought they'd already killed you. Then he reaches into his pocket and pulls out the picture of Robin. He's all, I know I smashed your picture, but then I picked it up and carried it with me. This makes Robin so happy that he actually cries again. So Batman and Robin are back to being a team and they pose together on the last page. Robin says there's nothing that can break up the Batman and Robin team. And all future thugs had better watch out. The end.